Hello and welcome to another episode of Music and Film with Luana and next to me is Luana welcome <laughs> nice so how you been I'm great how are you pretty good pretty good I heard you went to a webinar yes uh, so. with uh, two music supervisors yeah and their names are Chris and Michael Elsner they're both okay. in Tennessee and what's this Tennessee webinar Tennessee and LA yeah oh, okay and yeah. what's this webinar about it's about sync licensing and okay. how to reach out to music supervisors how okay. to pitch your song sounds like some stuff we discussed before yeah but uh, i mean okay. they have more more i learned more actually oh, okay. this webinar. all right so let's get into it go ahead <laughs> so it would be how to um reach out how to connect with music supervisors gotcha so uh first step would be you have to target uh the music supervisors you have to send out music uh, to them and whenever they need it and yeah. uh also the type of music they need Okay. And you have to study the music. For example, uh, if you you study um, Game of Thrones, and oh, okay. then a year later they need the same music. Oh, gotcha. yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, as a composer, what kind of music you have to write. So basically, try to find music that matches the current tone and theme of the show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, for example, um, you wouldn't necessarily go to. A comedy show to pitch them stuff you'd pitch to Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. So you have to actually know the show. Yeah, right. I mean, that seems like common sense, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people are just like, I just want to get my music out there, so they just pitch to yeah. anyone. So yeah, what else? What it was? So and yes, so then uh, you had second point would be uh, you have to write for sync licensing mm -hmm. and or you have to pick uh, your song yeah. that has already been written and target it yeah. and uh, then uh, yeah music supervisors they love to support any music artist oh yeah yes they do so did they give you any like music what mute were music supervisors at the webinar yes um, oh, okay. they have created a mastermind program for songwriters gotcha. which is called platinum sync oh okay yes Platinum Sync. Uh -huh. hmm, it's pretty interesting. So, like, how many music supervisors were at this event? Two. Two music supervisors. Okay. They have one from LA, the other one from uh, Tennessee, and okay. they have Nashville. Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, they have uh, they did this webinar. I, I don't know how many um, how many music musicians have signed up for the webinar. Okay. Yeah, so, um, in regards to these music supervisors, did they give you like a list of shows they've worked on? Yes, they gave oh. you a list of shows. Yeah. So, or are these shows that you'd necessarily want to pitch your music to yeah i mean i mean they're really popular and Such uh, as so they besides uh, game of thrones was game of thrones one of those shows no not not game oh, of thrones so which, like uh, what kind of shows um they have i don't even remember it was so much so much information yeah but uh also the students who have studied with them together gotcha in this mentorship program uh they got deals for 30 grand uh, oh, wow. for one placement whoa yeah so they really know their business and 30 grand. students are for, wait for just like one song 30 grand yeah for a placement yeah okay in the show, yeah oh wow yeah and did they go over like how that usually works like you just get that 30 grand and that's it or do you get like recurring um income from that um sink or you get, no i mean you get the, the 30 grand for this year and then you get a residual income yeah okay yes okay Okay, so based on what though? Like walk through the steps. Did they like go through the steps or no? Uh, so 
Um, like, for example, I'm trying to think of, so the music supervisor, they reach out to you or your publisher mm-hmm. and say, oh, we like this song. And then the next step would be what? Like, walk walk us through the steps of getting your music from wherever it is to, okay. like, in a, in a TV show. So you have uh, to um, pitch your music and also... You have to write an agreement how much percent uh, goes yep. to the publisher and other songwriters, co-writers. Yes. And so you have to write down all the names. This is called uh, metadata. And okay, they yeah, also, yep, yep. Yes, they also explained us how to do that with uh, iTunes so that uh, everybody knows it's your song. And also if yeah. I wrote a song with somebody else, it, It's basically the the credits. Yes, the credits. So the written by, produced by, and so on and so forth. Yes. If you have Spotify, you can look up the linear notes. When you used to have like, when you used to, when you had like physical CDs, like in the back, or not just the back, but like a booklet, Mm -hmm. you'd see the song, and then you'd see written by, and you'd see engineered by, you'd see all, even the studio where the song was actually um, recorded. Yes. And literally every credit would be listed. But now, due to the fact that no one really buys CDs anymore, mm-hmm. no one really look at like the very in-depth. It's kind of like movie credits. Yeah, right. Like uh-huh. when you're watching a movie at the end of the movie, usually just like leave, and uh-huh. then you have some people who sit there and watch like the line producer, the the first AD, the production manager, yeah, production assistant, the best yeah. boy, the grip, the gaffer, and the list goes on. It's something similar with music. Yes. Because it's not just like one person produces it, another person records it. It's actually usually an entire team it's a to get a team. song. For example, there are certain songs where like you have 12 writers. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot more to it. So how do you actually decide the revenue breakdown per track, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. So, yeah, it's it's like, so it is pretty complicated. So that's why I wanted the the listeners and the viewers to actually get an idea of like, say, for example, I record a song with three other people Mm -hmm. or I wrote the song with three other people or produce it with three other people. How does it work in terms of sync licensing? Yeah. You know, because it's not just... Oh, so you're the recording artist, so you get the credit and you get the the revenue from that sync licensing. Uh-huh. Like, how do you actually break it down? Right. And that's usually with um, uh, what is called splits. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just wanted the the people to get an right. idea of how it works in terms of like splitting the revenue. With. Right. This is also called Q sheet. Bingo. And you have yes. to send it to the director and producer if you if uh, they want your music and film. Yeah. And uh, sometimes. What I also learned, I did another um, uh, webinar yeah. with uh, a music publisher and a music composer. And, um, That's interesting. Yeah, so Was it a major publisher or um, a middle market? Or he's sp- based in New York. Uh, okay. I have to find out his name later. Uh, I met him in person. Oh, okay. And uh, so... and. It has to be 100%, like, you have to really uh, go through the cue sheet, even if there is a misspelling, uh, it can cause you that you cannot get paid as a musician. Well, absolutely, because um, in terms of your PRO, um, performance right organization, which is like ASCAP and BMI, Mm -hmm. if your name is spelled with like an R and you forgot the R, that could be an issue because you registered as a writer Mm -hmm. under that name. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I completely understand. Yeah. Right. So what did um, the music supervisor at that event? No, the music composer. 
the, what was he or she, um, what did they discuss at that event? At that The event. webinar. Yeah. At this webinar here. Okay. Was that the one with the, because you said you went to another webinar with a publisher and a composer. Yeah, that was last year. Okay, so yes. this one, did they also have a composer here as well or no? I mean, they are both uh, composers okay. and music supervisors. Gotcha. And producers. <laughs> oh, wait. So, oh, the two individuals you mentioned. Uh, uh, yes, right here, yes. So there are composers and publishers? Uh, composers, music supervisors. Okay. And they have created a mastermind program. Gotcha, gotcha, yes, gotcha. mentorship program. Okay. Yeah, for sync licensing. Yeah, so what else were, was discussed at the So, and then, event? okay, so next point would be, um, okay, yeah, all the, the music has to sound as perfect as it will, as all the music in TV is. So if you're professional master tracks. So, gotcha. Um, back in back in the 80s you could send uh, demo yeah. versions but nowadays it has to be ready uh, the complete yes. song it can't be like 30-40 seconds of a track it has, it to, has be the, to be ready like ready, ready, to go. ready to go right away yeah, yeah. makes sense and then um, okay a group of people that judge your music that could help to target your music for example you, you judge okay. yourself differently than uh another friend of course yes yeah. so it's always good to have feedback objective yeah. feedback yes. is always good yeah, yeah. and um, yes so yeah pitching obviously and um, you have to know how to get your music to music supervisor and you have to earn their trust okay yeah so did they give you like any um like I would say any potential ways of reaching supervisors like I mean how I, to reach out yes. how to write emails so it's short and sweet uh, just um, make it about them not about you and don't be a narcissist <laughs> because <laughs> most musicians they want to get heard or yeah, heard yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, uh, want to get their music out and yeah they have to really okay uh, it doesn't make sense if you reach out to a music supervisor for who's uh, more into Latin pop music and you write rock music exactly and and so, yeah, of course, it's a no. So yeah. <laughs> they would reject your music. And yeah, regarding emails, just, uh, yeah, short and sweet. And uh, how's your day? I like this. Um, I sh saw this show and uh, I saw you you in the credits. Yeah. And something, yeah, just build a relationship. And then, yeah, I have this song, by the way, that would be a good fit for the next episode of this show. And yeah. Just, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, five sentences and. Yeah. Okay, so a paragraph. Yeah. So, did they also recommend sending them messages on Instagram or social media or? or no, they just it, talked about emails. Email. Yeah. Yeah. So, are they against the other forms of communication? No, or? they didn't talk about. It, just oh. uh, they said emails is Email the works most best. common way. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. But how do you? Okay. Say, for example, you don't have the the uh -huh. music supervisor's email address. How do you go across in getting that? Like, did they mention any potential like networking events where you can network with music supervisors to get their con? contact information or yeah I mean ASCAP is a good way ASCAP oh, Expo okay, yes okay. and uh, CD Baby they also have like this exposition and uh, you I mean uh, I wouldn't um, if I have a contact on Instagram if I find a music supervisor I would just yeah. say uh, 
I watched the show I saw I saw in the credits and I uh, I really like to show the music and my my music sounds basically the same and here's my same as the music. tone you guys yeah, are having. And, okay. Yeah. Say for example, you have a favorite show. Mm-hmm. And it's now and you see the name of the music supervisor but no contact information. Mm-hmm. How would you as a musician go about getting that music supervisor's contact information? Okay, um, there are certain ways you can look into the production directory. Okay. And uh, usually every, everyone is listed like for for example Variety. Uh, it's for LA, New York and you find all music producers, producers, directors. Yeah. Yeah, Have you ever used IMDb? IMDb Pro is yeah. also another way. I was just thinking of that. Yeah. Like, so you watch a show, you see yeah. the credits, then you just go to IMDb, get right. the contact information. Yeah. But IMDb Pro costs money, but so is there other like free alternatives for people who don't want to spend like 140 bucks mm-hmm. a year, which is not really I mean, much. If you, it's not much. Uh, yeah. So I use IMD Pro, IMDb Pro. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you can, I, as I said, you can go to Variety uh, for seven seven. Yeah. Uh, Variety, the um, publication? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and then you find emails. Uh, okay. Cell phone numbers. But wait, yeah. cell phone, so you would recommend Sometimes. calling? Um, yeah, that kind of sounds a bit creepy. <laughs> hey, I got your number from somewhere, and I have music that I want to put in the show. I think that that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did this music supervisors tell you, don't call me or don't send me uh, messages in on Instagram or don't slide into DMs or don't do any of that? Like, uh, sometimes they write it on their website, for example. Uh, um, I reached... I met uh, a casting director. Gotcha. Also, she also went to this event uh, uh, last year, and um, on her website uh, they they <laughs> say, please don't call and please don't uh, just mail your resume and your uh, yeah. headshot. Yeah. So yeah, just follow instructions. Uh, instruction instructions. Wow. So so email. <laughs> yes, email is yeah. the best way. Okay. Yeah. And, and did they give you like a usual time frame to wait to hear back from them or um, no? A week, two, one to two weeks. Okay. And then you just send a follow-up email. Yeah. Everybody's busy, you understand, and you don't want to... Um, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to follow up too much. Exactly, you don't want to become like a You should also pest. follow up because otherwise, oh, they're just sending their stuff and now they're not really interested in... But if, if they see, okay, oh, okay, she's following up. You're persistent. Yeah. Yes, persistent. You want to be persistent, but not like a not pest. Too, yeah, not right. annoying, yeah. Exactly, not annoying. So mm-hmm. you would recommend like if they haven't responded in a week or two, then you could do a follow-up. Yeah. But don't be like... Not daily. like every day, no. Exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that's dedication, but it's also weird and creepy. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Anything yeah. else from the webinar? So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, actually. And <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so... Um, then okay they gave us a lot of true real numbers <laughs> okay so for example Let's dive into the numbers yes physical sales are only 12% down to 23% and digital downloads are only 11% down to 25% streaming services are now 75% increased uh, 42% oh 42 all right so just uh, to provide context mm-hmm. these numbers are in regards to the overall artists's um, income mm-hmm. okay 
Okay. Yeah. And then streaming services, over 40 million songs are in the streaming services. And the average of 40,000 new songs uploaded uh, just uh, to Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, have a 9.3 billion in total revenue. And wait, wait, go back to the 40,000 songs. Wait, what was that? 40,000 okay. songs uploaded? So, like, uh, in there are 40 million. Oh, 40 million. 40 million songs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Currently on streaming platforms. Yes, yes. That's Apple, that's Spotify, that's Everything, Tidal, Tidal, Pandora. Okay. Yes, uh huh. And the average of 40,000 new songs uploaded. Uh, just on uh, Spotify. What is that? Daily, hourly? What? Um, that's what daily. Yes, okay. daily. Daily. Okay. And um, yeah, the total revenue is uh, nine point three billion. In terms of total streaming revenue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Did they give you CD sales? I, um, I'm pretty sure CD sales are yeah. Just I'm, get, I'm getting there. Down. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. So forty-five percent of an artist's income comes from streaming. Mm. And you said, what's the, 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 the physical CDs? Physical CDs um, are 23%. Damn, that's still higher than expected. Yeah. But again, that's them buying the actual CD, which yes. is like $10 a copy. Yeah. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Hard copy. And so, for example, the song Happy by uh, Pharrell. Pharrell. Uh -huh. uh, okay. He made like... 43 million streams. Okay. Yeah. Which translates to how much in dollars? So, uh, he earned $2,700. Jesus. <laughs> and it... 43 million streams. <laughs> okay. 43 million streams yeah. and less than $3,000. Uh -huh. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's more... Spotify is more like advertisement free advertisement yeah. but the real income comes from sync licensing so sync licensing and shows yes absolutely yes. film industry yeah yeah and so okay here now i can go through all oh no what i meant shows like going on show performing yes yes okay yes right and okay I mean um you can make minimum minimum wage income with your streams yeah. <laughs> like 1,400, 1,400, 700, 1,400. Yeah, but of. that's, all right. So you just gave a great example, the mm. Pharrell. Millions, tens of millions of streams. And it's less than $3,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for everyone that's talking about streaming is going to provide them with a lot of income now. No. It, it's, it's, it's good marketing because yes. then you could take that to shows and be like, hey, look, millions of streams. Yeah. It doesn't really translate into people coming to your shows, but uh -huh. promoters and bookers actually use that metric because it's, it's, I mean, besides that, what other metric do they have mm. to prove that you're capable of bringing in an audience? Right. Like it's either your streaming revenue or your Instagram followers. Yes, same with Instagram, yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, and I mean, say for example, you have 20,000 Instagram followers, maybe yeah. like 50 will come to your show. Right. So it's like, what do these numbers actually mean, you know? Mm. But the, the, the numbers that actually matters are the number of people that come to your shows. Right. Because uh -huh. streaming your music is easy, but coming out to your show, paying money to see you perform. Yes. That's another that's, thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. Through, that's, those are the real fans. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So now I go through all the platforms. Okay. So Napster, you may, um, okay. 
you Napster need, was like you need to have in order to in uh, to earn one thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, you need to have seventy-seven thousand one hundred seventy-four streams. Wait, seventy-seven million. Mm. Thousand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Tidal, one hundred seventeen thousand seven hundred fifty. Apple Music, uh, two hundred thousand two hundred seventy-two. Mm-hmm. Google Play Music, two hundred seventeen seven hundred fifty two, uh, Deezer, two hundred thirty thousand, Spotify, three hundred thirty six thousand eight hundred forty two, Amazon, you need three hundred sixty six thousand one hundred sixty nine, Pandora Premium, you need one million one hundred six. Wait, what was that one? Pandora. Pandora. Okay. Pandora Premium. Okay. You need one million one hundred six thousand seven hundred sixty-seven. YouTube, you need two two million one hundred thirty-three three hundred thirty-three. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because the Spotify one was like three hundred thousand or something. Uh, Spotify is yes three hundred. Okay, so Pharrell, the forty-three million was that across all streaming platforms? Um. Or just Spotify. That was all across uh, huh. I think that was all yeah in total okay. all streamings yeah. yeah that should be a bit higher than three grand then because mm-hmm. if 300,000 streams give you 1,500 600,000 streams would give you three grand yeah so 43 million streams should give you a lot more than three grand mm-hmm. so yeah something hmm. a bit yeah, odd there right it's not like <laughs> that much money so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to promote your music to a bunch of exactly. people. Exactly. Yep. Um, and what else from. So you need four million Spotify streams for a songwriter to earn a minimum wage income in California uh, over the course of a month. And. Four million streams per month to earn, or four million streams a year. How does that work? Uh, four million streams. Okay, that's enough. It does. It doesn't say. Yeah, month because or all right. So year. four million yeah. streams to earn minimum wage per month mm-hmm. or per month. Yeah. Okay. Minimum wage per month. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about like close to fifty million streams a year. Mm-hmm. To earn. Okay. Yes, and uh, yeah, and as I said, one placement can pay you one thousand five hundred dollars. One placement in a show, a TV yeah, show. Because you also gave us an example where a placement gave someone thirty grand. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What what show was that? <sighs> I don't remember. Okay. Because yeah. I like the big budget um, shows, obviously. commercials, Hulu, Netflix. Yeah. Stuff. It has yeah. to be. I mean, thirty yeah, grand. Yeah, it's per, a lot. Of, yeah. yeah. And with those sync licensing, they play like thirty to less than thirty seconds of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how much like intro music gets. Like if your song is like the opening song for a TV show, oh. I wonder how that would work. Yes. For example, that's like inter- yeah. CSI, CSI. I forgot the name of the song, but that song has been with CSI for over fifteen years. Uh-huh. So I wonder how that works. Like if yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then we go to um, okay. 
also all the business has to do with mindset shift yes absolutely yes so when you're licensing your music you are not working in the music industry you are actually working in the tv and film industry mm -hmm. commercial industry and video game industry and yeah that's another wait you're not working in the music industry you're When you're sync licensing, uh, then you're in the film industry. Okay. Film, commercial. Gotcha. Video game. So, and uh, the TV industry. Um, there were like 495 original scripted series in 2018. Yeah. 210 original scripted series in 2013. 174% increase in scripted shows from 2009 to 2019. And over 500 original scripted series in 2019. And the global TV revenues increased uh, to... 11 billion from 11 billion to 265 billion between 2017 and 2018 oh. so that's where the real money is that's why so many musicians wants to get want to get into the film industry makes sense yeah i mean besides yeah besides film and tv and commercials video game trying to figure out where it's sync licensing Did they, would they consider ringtones to be single licensing? Ringtone, actually, I mean, there are commercials about ringtones. There used to be, I mean, yeah. actually, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so basically, <laughs> if you're just relying on streaming income, this is not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can get popular. People might reach out to you. They discover you. But yeah. yeah, like you said, it's like great wise. for marketing, but in terms of actually generating revenue, yeah, no, not. No. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people who think, oh, streaming, I'm going to get rich off streaming. Mm. No, because I think Spotify pays less than like a penny per stream. Yeah, that's crazy. Less than a penny. So. Yeah. And yeah. so many people, it's now it's so easy to submit music to. Exactly. And, yeah. and uh, you can, uh, also people can uh, afford uh, to record their songs. Yes. You know, there are home studios and exactly. there's more competition. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, 9.2 billion, you said, in streaming revenue. Mm -hmm. And that mostly goes to major label artists. Mm -hmm. Artists that um, the labels spend millions promoting. Yes. And sometimes the labels themselves even pay money to um, get fake streams. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not exactly fair, but I understand it's part of marketing. Right. So for the artist that's looking at streaming revenue as, oh, this is going to be my major source of revenue, mm -hmm. it's actually a very bad way of looking at things. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So just to conclude, what else would you like well, to... So, um, okay. Um, okay. Sync royalties have increased uh, from 24% to $285.5 million. Um, And they have an average of 80 to 120 tracks per cue sheet. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so writing music for sync, um, you you write the music you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, 
there are no more music industry politics, which means it doesn't matter how old you are, how, uh, how you look like. In It's terms of what, though? Because when you're when you're writing music for film, because when you're uh, in the music industry, you have to have a certain look. Absolutely. You have to ageism young, plays a role into it. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. Ageism, and it doesn't. When you're working in, in the film industry, when you're writing music for film, nobody cares how you look like and how old you are. Yeah. Like Hans Zimmer. But wait, yeah, you, is this just for writers? Like you write it and someone else records it, or? Um, I mean, in general, if you if you're working as a composer in film. Oh, okay, okay. Like a yeah. hand Zimmer or something. Yeah, ha okay. a hand Zimmer. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Okay. And. Okay, so that would be perfect for artists and bands that are pursue pursuing a record label deal, songwriters uh, that are pursuing a publishing deal, mm -hmm. and instrumentalists uh, pursuing steady gigs and paychecks. Instrument. So, what would you can? Um, what did they consider to be an instrumentalist? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, there are more instrumental music and film, um, and I mean, in general, musicians that are that are having okay. some gigs yeah. in venues, but yeah, as we all know, they cannot make much. Okay. Money so instrumentalists and songwriters. Songwriters and artists and bands. Okay. Yes. So like recording artists, mm -hmm. writers, okay. Right. So, but if you're a writer, so writer, you're talking about like a composer. As, uh, I mean, they, they mentioned songwriter. Okay. Yes. Looking for a publishing deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, all right, in terms of the songwriter aspect, that's a bit puzzling. So, is that in terms of, um, like, someone who writes lyrics or someone who writes music? The music, yeah. Gotcha. That's gotcha. the difference between a songwriter and composer. Yeah. So, the composer just writes... Composer, they write, like, a whole orchestration. Gotcha. And songwriter, they uh, write the lyrics. lyrics. But, I mean, there's not really a difference because... It's a bit of a difference. It's, I mean, there are songwriters that are also able to write a whole orchestration and yeah. a whole arrangement. Some some songwriters they look for collaborators. Gotcha. So, what do you call those people? Who, all right. So, for example, a songwriter who also writes music and mm -hmm. compose everything. So, is that person just a songwriter or a songwriter slash composer? So, yes, songwriter slash composer. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is you. You write yeah. lyrics and compose yes, music. Yes, and I okay. write the music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how would you personally go about getting the attention of music com um, com supervisors? Music supervisors. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as my style is alternative pop, Latin pop, and um, minimum music. Uh -huh. So I would uh, reach out to music supervisors who are into this gotcha. type of music. Have you done that before? No, but... Wait, why not? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so how come you never reach out to a music supervisor? I mean, I submitted my music with... There is a platform called Bro Jam. Bro Jam. And okay. they're always uh, looking for specific uh, songs and tracks. And I s submitted my Spanish songs. They're, they were looking for gotcha. Spanish songs. And what is Bro Jam? Bro Jam is for songwriters, and you pay ten dollars to for each for each submission. Okay. Yeah. Huh. 
and so, sometimes and, you are lucky and your song gets picked and okay yeah for have sure. you ever um spoke to someone who had success with bro jam no but how did you hear about bro jam um it was um the founder of the music library soda box music oh. she has all her music in, uh, in bro, bro jam, jam. yes hmm. that's why i heard about it so all right so you submit your music to bro jam mm -hmm. and bro jam finds placements for it yeah they're always it's like a newsletter and then you can it's like uh, all the breakdowns if you're an actor you're uh, signed with uh, okay. actors access yeah. and then you see all the breakdowns and then you can submit uh, your resume your gotcha. reel yep, yep, the yep. same as with Broadjam you can submit your, your music your, your track for but they this charge show. you a fee though they charge you a fee it's the same with actors access you have to okay. pay and with that fee do they also get a piece of the revenue if it gets placed in a tv show or a movie or a commercial or no it's again? no that's not that's it just that's 10 not one flat fee. it's just a 10 box and yeah you either yeah your song gets picked or not yeah that's it it's kind of interesting that wait so how did you hear about oh the lady yes okay. uh, her name is Carolyn Barron gotcha yes but did you actually do any research to see who has actually had success with Bro Jam they uh, brought they have uh, every time somebody uh, has success they it's like you see all the pictures okay songwriters so, yeah but all right so have you ever like watched a TV show or a movie or you know a commercial and seen like someone who submitted to Bro Jam, like their song being in that project? Maybe, maybe not. It's, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, so you said there's like a list when I was. There's a list with, uh, with the TV show and the song that got picked and. And you the never decided to like check it out? Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's the thing with most of these services. If you're gonna yeah. actually pay money up front, mm -hmm. then it's best to do additional research. Mm -hmm. Like, be try to be as thorough as possible because you're already paying these people. Yeah. So what are you paying them for? Mm -hmm. If it's more like, all right, with a typical publishing, say for example, you're a writer mm -hmm. and you, you want to sign with a publisher for admin or so, so they can monetize your catalog. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't usually charge you. They usually pay you in advance. Yeah. And then take your catalog and try to get it placed in movies, TV shows and whatever and mm -hmm. recoup their investments and then pay you. Yeah. That's how it usually works. So if you're paying someone before they actually do their work, it kind of seems like you have to be a lot more thorough. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying um, Bro Jam is shady. I'm just saying I don't based on if you actually had seen or heard any success from this platform mm -hmm. that's all yeah <laughs> <laughs> there are many platforms there's another platform called song trust i song, think song, i've heard of that one song, song trade trust. yeah there are song many trust, platforms yeah. and on my TuneCore. TuneCore is uh, like CD Baby, oh, and they but, just distribute yeah. your music to all. CD the... Baby doesn't have like a sync service, or do they? Uh, no, you they just submit your music to iTunes and. Gotcha. Same with TuneCore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so would you yeah. say the webinar was worth it? The webinar was really great, yeah. Yeah, okay. really helpful. I learned more and yeah. 
And how did you hear about this, the webinar? Um, there is a, a podcast called uh, Women in Substance. Women, oh, Women in substance. substance. And I signed up for... for okay. And, um, and how often do they do the webinar? Uh, that was one time. Oh, yeah. so they're not going to do it again? or They'll do it again maybe later this year. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's how I found out about this uh, webinar. Women in Substance. Women in Substance. And women and Substance. Women in Substance. Oh, in Substance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So just in case you guys want to actually check that out, but <laughs> we might not know about the other webinar. So the other webinar you went to was in Nashville, you said? Or uh, LA. Oh no, in New York. Okay. That's right here, yeah. Okay. And something similar to this one? Um it was different. Gotcha. Yeah, they talk more about the cue sheets, so uh, the breakdowns, the metadata and stuff, or was that with this one? No, that was more with the with the other webinar okay. I did in New York, yes. And yeah, how how it can happen that musicians don't get paid because of certain mistakes and yeah in regards to what like um misspelling oh okay yeah, okay okay yeah. okay yeah so just to conclude you would recommend emailing mm-hmm. a music but if you don't have the person's contact information you'd recommend them to go to like events and such yeah okay and if they all right do you know of any like free events for people who don't want to because the ASCAP Expo that costs a lot of money yeah right and so on and so <laughs> forth and IMDB not expensive but for some people it might be mm-hmm. so are there what alternatives would you recommend to someone to get their music to a music supervisor um I mean they don't have what? their contact information they don't have yeah. access to the contact information sometimes uh, at film festivals the uh, music yes, supervisors yeah. attend it as well usually only producer and director go to film festivals and yeah, part of true. the cast yeah but you just never know sometimes they show up as well music supervisors just what I recommend is uh you can volunteer at film festivals, Tribeca Film Festival, yeah. and then you're all the time at this event and you can reach out as a professional and say, hey, I'm a songwriter and yeah, I'm just, I'm writing new music mm-hmm. and which sounds like this show or something. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, yeah, that's so true. I, it's music supervisor is not known for like, being at music I mean oh what about like music festivals mm-hmm. like yeah music festivals yeah you also can go to uh, Berkeley College they have a lot of uh, free uh, seminars okay or low fee seminars yeah yep, yep. workshops yeah what about like music schools here music schools uh, NYU is good yeah 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 um yeah. NYU, yeah. Hmm. yeah, there are a bunch. There are a bunch. Yeah, it's a lot. Of like, yeah, uh-huh. I think doing research helps. Yes, <laughs> like that helps a lot. Re- yeah. yeah, reading credits. Yeah. yeah, definitely yes. reading credits. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. Any final thoughts? That's it. Yeah, for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Plug your Instagram. Yeah. My Instagram is Luana Sandova official. And go check out the music. Yeah, my music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. This has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.org.
www.robbent.com. Thank you for listening.